Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Drop and Give Me 20 with Phil Risden. I am Phil Risden. Real quick, make sure to like, share, subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And if you're listening to my buttery soft voice on a podcast, all podcast platforms, because that's what we on. We everywhere, baby. Uh, please make sure to give a nice little five star rating and leave a little review. I want to see how you guys feel. But listen, guys, we got an interesting guest here. He is a good comedian friend of mine. Uh, he is a dude who is all over when it comes to create creativity. You know, my dude, he paints. He he makes sketches. He does stand up comedy. Please give it up for Talent Harris, everybody. Clap it up for the man. Yeah, yeah I appreciate I appreciate the applause. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. We're gonna we're gonna put those applause yeah, in. We'll put it out. Yeah, we're gonna edit those in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you feeling, man? I'm good, man. Chilling. How you doing? I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just uh, I want to say thank you for you know coming out and deciding to you know do the podcast and everything, man. Yeah, no problem. You man. know. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to come up and everything, you know, uh, just I'm trying to put myself out there, trying to put myself out there. And that's something I see you do quite a lot. You know, I try, man. Um, uh, comedy sketches. Um, I feel like that's like the best way to like these days. It's like, um, I don't know, just to have your, your content, like the reels on Instagram, because mm-hmm. they're trying to like copy TikTok. So. I noticed that, like, whenever I post like a regular post, it doesn't really get as much, like shit. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't get seen as much as the reels. But it's like, true. yeah, but um, yeah, just little little quick sketches, you know, one minute sketches, thirty second sketches, stuff like that. Um, rap when I want to, you know, doing little videos, yeah, and stuff you, like that. You, like, so I wanted to ask about that too. So, do you like? actually rap or is it kind of like a comedy thing i've never really heard it but i, I feel like nah, I see it's it actually background. just it's regular music i mean um i don't really like i might put like some comedy in my lines and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. but it's like it's not really like you know it's just really just like pothead music i get you so when uh, you do it you take it seriously yeah i take it seriously okay you know okay I mean? that's that was my big question because you never yeah. know like when a comedian does another thing yeah, you never know. Like, is the nigga really doing the thing, yeah. or is it like a way for him to do more comedy? Yeah, I was know? actually rapping before I start. I was doing comedy. Okay, I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I can see that. You have a menacing face. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nah, you just nah. You're cool. You just got always got your game face on. Yeah. I can tell. I don't know, man. I got to smile more often. I gotta, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm having a great. Nah, I got jokes about that. Like. Nah, it is whatever man you don't get a smile for anybody yeah. man you know you don't. life is life whatever you're thinking about you know it's it's cool man uh but yeah i mean like so how long how how long have you been doing kind of the sketches how how'd you kind of get into that you tell me um how long we've been doing the sketches i think like maybe like two years like um i think like when i when i met my boy uh jared harvin um, yeah 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 because he was like I was starting to do sketch me and Julio, like we kind of started doing sketches. That's what I'm saying, yeah, I saw those, yeah. But um, it's like we were really amateur with it, and I seen like I just met Jared at like just doing shows, and I follow him, and um, I seen his sketches; they look real professional. Mm. And then like I just one day after a show, I asked him, like, what does he use for sound? And he like recommended um these like lav mics for me and stuff like that. And then eventually it turned into like us collabing. Mm. And then like we started putting out sketches 
And then people started liking them, and we was like, nah, we got to just, we got good chemistry, so we just got to keep, keep just doing grinding, it. you know? It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like, we'll, we'll outline a sketch, and then, um, like, kind of improv in between. I don't know if you know how, like, yeah, kind of like Larry Vizium. David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Where they have the plan thing. of the thing, yeah. and they're like, this is going to happen. We just don't know how yeah. we're going to say it, but it's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So that's what you guys do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. That's interesting, too, because I think there is kind of like a, like kind of two like warring factions of comedy in general mm-hmm. uh, that I think is seeped into sketch where it's just like there's people who write everything meticulously. Yeah. And then there's other people that kind of just figure it out as they're on stage or as they're in front of the camera yeah. and stuff like that, you know? So is, have you always been more of the latter, more of like the improviser kind of guy? Um, I'll say, yeah, it's more of like, cause, um, I don't really write out my material when I do stand up either. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like the idea. And I don't know. I just, I just, I figure out the setup in my head and then or sometimes I'll start from the funny part. Yeah. And yeah. I'll try to move to the setup. Like sometimes I, I might find before. a joke in a conversation. Like I might have just like I'll just do a, a weird just act out of something and it gets a big laugh. I'm like, okay, how can I figure out an excuse to like do Get there, yeah, yeah. To do this act out. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean because I've had that a lot of times too, where it's like there's a lot of times where you'll think of the funny thing, yeah, but you don't know how to get to the funny thing, yeah, and you're really just like, or like, you're, yeah, you're just trying to like devise a plan of like, this is perfect, yeah. but I need to set them up in order for it to really, really hit. Yeah. Like, uh, I've noticed this too. Like, you ever listen to another comedian and you kind of you hear what they're saying, and then you hear like a specific sentence and you're like, that's the sentence that popped into their head that made them write this joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I'm like, that, that's the one that made them laugh on the train. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, I got to figure out how else I can do this to get there. You know? Uh, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting. But I think that's something that's always been there for stand-up and then for, like, sketch. You know, that's kind of a, I wouldn't say newer, but kind of, it is kind of a newer thing. Because I feel like sketches, to me, at least, were, like, always, like, written, written, written. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, you always had Larry David doing that type of thing. But now I'm seeing more and more people do that type of stuff. So, you know. Uh, I feel like as you, yeah. long as you know where you're going, you know, like, don't just, like, you should know where how it ends. Yeah. You yeah. know, don't improvise too much where it just becomes, like, <laughs> just random ridiculous. shit. It's just, like, just, like, a random, like, I don't know. It's, like, um alternative art or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Well, I think that's that's the thing, too. I think people get stuck in that zone. Of just wanting to like, you know, I think it's easier to just get started, you know, mm-hmm. I think I also think it's good to do that as well. But yeah, I think like you still got to realize like, you got to know the beginning, middle and the end of it. Yeah. You don't need to know necessarily the words. But you need yeah. to know what happens. There's a lot of people that just grab the camera and they don't know what's going to happen at all. And then nothing happens. Yeah. And then it, it goes nowhere, you know. So uh, I don't know, like, uh, like how. How how do you how did you and like you know Julio get together also too? I wanted to know about that. Yeah, just just doing shows. We um feel like we were on a <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like we were on a couple of different bills together, and then yeah, yeah. you know just ended up like, oh, you smoke weed? Oh, I smoke weed too, bro. <laughs> and then that's 
And you're you're originally it. from Chicago, right? Nah, I'm from Long Island. Really? Yeah. Chicago? You thought I was from Chicago? Yeah, bro. I remember booking you <laughs> in like 2000, like 17 yeah. or 2018 and uh, Nonye. Remember like uh, Nonye uh, Brown West? She hit me up and did you at least live in Chicago? No. Because she was like, he's a Chicago con. I remember this. That's hilarious. You're the only talent Harris I know. That's hilarious. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I have no ties to Chicago That's at all. Fucking hilarious. Maybe oh I don't my know. God. She. I, I wonder how that misunderstanding started. Well, then she was wrong because she like literally she hit me up and she was like, "He's really funny," and um, she was like, "Yeah, he's a Chicago comic. He's really, he's really fucking funny." Hey, shout uh, out to Chicago. You know, you should put him up and everything. And I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I think you like reached out or something and like sent like a video or something because uh, I had never seen you mm-hmm. and yeah, it was good and you know all that shit. So. But all right, so you've been living in the East Coast this whole entire time, Long Island. Yeah, I'm from Long Island. I've uh, been living in Brooklyn the last like year and year and some change. Okay. Yeah. So, but before then, were you living like at your mom's place and everything? Kind of. Yeah, I was. Yeah, in yeah, Long yeah. Island. I, I feel was, you, man. Saving up that money, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. How uh, how were your parents? You know, with you doing comedy and everything like that, were they supportive of it? Not so supportive. Well, my dad has been a working comic for thirty years. So, no way. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, um, at first when I started doing comedy, my dad he kind of um, he was supportive, but he just like let me do my thing. Yeah. He, yeah, and he yeah. told me like he wanted me to wait until at least I was a year in before mm-hmm. he started to like help me. Yeah. You know what yeah I mean, yeah, and be like hands on because he wanted to make sure it's like it's something. It's something I do. really want to do. Yeah. I guess yeah. he knows. He knows a lot of people that started doing comedy. You know. What oh I mean? yeah, and nigga, this shit is hard. It is, bro. It's hard, and it like it doesn't pay well for a very, very, it's very long unrewarding. Time. Very unrewarding. Extremely unrewarding. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I could totally understand. That's actually a good way of a comedian who's a parent. Yeah. To let their kid do it, where it's like, give him a year, maybe even two. Yeah. Where it's like, I won't touch him. You know, because I also too like. If you give them the keys to the castle a little too fast, mm-hmm. I feel like they'd be like, yeah, I love comedy. And then it's five years down the road and they hit a snag and then yeah. they just quit. And it's like, That's so what was that all for? You know, it's, it's a lot of eating shit. Yeah. I talk about it a lot. But um, I mean, you have to love it. Yeah. That's the, it's the only thing that's going to like keep you doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you, man. I mean, so so your dad was a stand up comedian. Yeah. Uh, you mind is. telling me who is still is. He goes by talent. Stage name is talent. Really? Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So why he don't you go by his stage name? Okay. So wait. So oh, so he just goes by talent. Only yeah, talent. Just talent. Okay. Okay. I'm talent Harris. Because I was about to say, I'm, I'm like, like I'm now you just trying version. to steal his shit, yeah. like, you know? I'm like, it could have been talent Harris Jr. You know? Uh, no. Okay. All right. So then I think I'd, I, I've definitely heard of him. Then. Probably. That's fucking legit. Wait, then he, uh, he did like Def Comedy Jam, Comic View. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I think he did uh, Jimmy Fox uh, laugh a palooza a while back. Yeah, so yeah, I, I definitely know that name. Yeah, I definitely know that name. Yeah. Uh, so like, how it's did definitely that? Definitely like a New York underground king. I like, can see that. Well, there's yeah. you know there's tons of them, especially like with black comedians. Like mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of grateful for where things are kind of going now, because now we have the internet and so many different other things that we can get into. Uh, but also just in general, I feel like there's just a bit more diversity in comedy. Like. There were opportunities for black comedians, sure, but it was like only in the black section. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there wasn't more like much of a crossover, and now everything's crossover simply because yeah. the internet. Anybody can access anything. That's a fact. Uh, so like, how how was it like you know kind of uh you know being the son of a 
of a comedian like because i i only know the upbringing of you know people who aren't in comedy yeah and then you decide you want to become a comedian like how was I mean, that um i feel like it's been it was cool i i mostly lived with my mom growing up mm-hmm. so my dad he's from mount vernon new york okay yeah, yeah so i used to like go there for the summer uh stay at my grandmother's and stuff but um yeah he's worked a lot so you know, I didn't see him that often. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean, every few months or so, I'll see my pops. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he was really on the road a lot. He always been working. Like once he started doing comedy, that was he didn't have another job. He's wow. always been feeding himself. So you comedy. saw him like before he had even did comedy, and then what like was he always like from well, the moment you were born? Was he so always his, a stand-up my, comedian? Or no? My mom met him at a comedy show. Got you. Okay. So, okay. 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 Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. I think uh, he was about a year in when he met my mom. Oh wow! So he yeah. was fresh. <laughs> she, yeah, she took a chance on nothing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, well, it paid off. There you go. She got a good kid out of it. You know. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's legit though. But um, I don't know where do you, like like I was saying with the internet and everything. Where do you think kind of comedy is going to be going in these next couple couple years? You know. Um, I think um, well, you've seen it happen with the pandemic. A lot of people started to get their online presence up you know Definitely. what i mean yeah 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 does that um, annoy you though it kind of annoys me i'll be honest with you it doesn't annoy me because it's like <laughs> i'm a bit of motherfucker i'll let it's it out like if you're funny you're funny if you're not funny people are just gonna you know scroll right past your shit that's a that's a fact i just always think about it because i'm like i don't know it's this weird kind of i feel like like there's this almost like weird societal pressure now mm-hmm for everybody to put out content like they think that they have to you know not many of them really yeah. want to but they like think that they have to because you see it so often and it's just so sometimes everywhere. it'll just be like some bullshit like a voiceover or some yeah i'm like nigga bullshit. get out of here get out of my face i want to see this shit yeah you would have been a fucking accountant fucking five <laughs> years ago shut up i don't like this this is annoying but it's like everybody's doing that shit now like it's true i can't like, like even not comedians are fucking doing sketches and shit to promote shit online. You well, know what I mean? That's what it's I mean, like, though. Like that's what I, that you know. I think that's what kind of like annoys me a little bit. Where it's just like, or not even annoys me, but I just find it like disappointing. Where I, I see so many people doing the thing that they don't want to actually. So do. Everybody hoeing themselves. Yeah, everybody's just kind of hoeing themselves out, and it's like I'm hoeing myself out because I love being a hoe. <laughs> You're holding you're yourself holding out your, for this weird shit. You're appropriating this whole culture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. What doing. You know, that's what that must be how like strippers felt when everybody started twerking. Yeah. You know, it's like you it's twerk like, now. Your grandma, on. grandma's twerking. What's what's up with this? <laughs> you know. But I, I guess it's I guess it's cool. Do you have a TikTok? I do. Okay. I'm not highly active, but yeah, I have one. Oh, yeah, I feel like everybody kind of. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand. I feel like TikTok hates me because it's like <laughs> the weird algorithm. Because I've gone viral a couple of times. Like I have one TikTok that's like 1 million views. Wow. And okay. I have another one that's like 1.9 million views. But it's like, I think it's, you got to do trending things. The thing yes. about getting, going viral is like doing trending things. Because like the first time I went viral, uh, we were doing a news show and I posted like a clip of like, one of the stories I did and I did a story on Little Yachty mm-hmm. and when I posted it he just happened to be trending I had no idea oh, he just happened so to be just, yeah. he happened to be trending because of him and his girlfriend or some shit like that and 
the shit just went viral. It was just like a joke about how he stood up for a kid who got suspended for painting his nails in like yeah, a school yeah. or some shit like that. And I made like a joke. I'm like, uh, little Yachty said if uh, boys uh, are getting suspended for nail polish, then the same thing should go for girls with mustaches. Uh, and like that was the That's joke. And then hilarious. in the comments, people are just going crazy. He was like, oh yeah, word, Mexican girls got mustaches. So I'm like, yo, they're just like wilding <laughs> in the comments going back and forth. They got and specific. That's how you people know they in there like, like the yeah, nail polish is gay. Like they're just wild. <laughs> you know, it's just like Catholics, Christians just oh. going out in the comments. So that went viral. And then my other TikTok, I did like um, a reel for uh, some lyrics to J. Cole's song. There's like I a, remember that, the yeah, Wendy's one. That shit went crazy. So I remember that, that I remember that shit. I definitely remember that shit. That, but that's like, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like my whole thing is just like with Twitter, the TikTok and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, in a way, like it, I feel like as as creators, it forces you to be a little like, too current like you're always caring about what's trending yeah and not caring about just what's plain old funny yeah you know what i mean uh and i feel like you know don't get me wrong comedians have always been talking about current events and shit but it's like you know i feel like what's happening now is more than just like the entertainment yeah. you know and it's kind of like annoying in that way but i see it man tiktok seems to be working for a lot of people a lot of them a lot of the especially the beautiful women oh yeah oh yeah I see, I see plenty of hot chicks on there. Don't do shit. They just point to shit. I've seen, I've seen TikToks. <laughs> you know? There's like a TikTok of a white woman. She's just clapping her ass. She's just jumping up and down, and her ass cheeks are clapping. I'm like, yo, this is what they let that go. But yep. they took the audio. I did a, we did a sketch about a suicidal chair. Yeah, yeah. And then they stripped the audio from that. Are you serious? On my TikTok. Yeah, well, like this white woman could jump up and down, clap her ass cheeks. Yeah, man. But I can't say the word suicide. Well, (laughs) or kill itself or something like that. Well, the sound of clapping is good audio. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. Ridiculous. You know, nah, that's uh, yeah, they they can definitely be like tough uh, on that shit sometimes and everything. And it's definitely like a a weird place. But I, I wonder, like, do you think it's something that is gonna like stick around, like TikTok and kind of like Instagram is definitely here. But TikTok, I feel like, just blew up. And do you think it's, like, ever going to flatline, almost like Vine or something? I don't know. Yeah, probably. It's always going to be something. I don't know. But they got, they kind of got the, they got the crown right now. Yeah, they're doing a lot of shit, man. I mean. I don't know. What made Vine, what made Vine crumble? It was just seven seconds. I think we all just got older. (laughs) <laughs> you know like that's a that's a thing with like tiktok and shit like i think like yes the older people are on there but it's why mostly does, to serve the younger people why does tiktok work so much i don't know i don't know i mean there's something about that scrolling dude like yeah. and it scrolls for you like as soon as the thing's over it shows you another thing it's like how we used to like surf through channels before when we were kids you know but oh, it does yeah. the surfing it's just for how you quick you ever be on Instagram and then you kind of get into this weird fucking like? Oh yeah, I hate that shit. You get into it's that like, shit, you just never stop. It's like it, it tries to like turn into TikTok, like it goes into like the real yeah realm. Yeah. Like that shit is weird. Mine and you know what too? I feel like I I kind of hate that sometimes because I feel like I'm being judged by Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like if my algorithm will tell me what it thinks I like. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's nothing but like cute dog photos. And stuff. I'm like, nigga, like I like dogs and shit, but like my should be cat videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like nigga, like I'll be like, yo, this shit pretty accurate. You guys are doing a good job <laughs> with this algorithm. 
<laughs> oh man so yeah dude yeah comedy's changing man comedy's changing i don't know if i can compete with cat videos you know that's nah. that's a tough one uh cat videos or ti two people i cannot compete with right now might have to write some cat sketches yeah yeah there you go ask ti to be in it how do you feel about him right now doing stand-up and shit? <laughs> i think it's cool we'll see we'll see where we'll see where he's at in a year that's true that's true you know what i mean did you see the whole godfrey thing um you know I did initially. I did see it. I didn't think it was he was dissing him. I, you know, he do be talking a little. He, he talks, talks a little, a little crazy. That's what I'm saying. I'm but like, it's like initially, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is. I didn't think of it like that. But then I thought of it from the perspective from a regular of regular perspective. Exactly. No, I thought of it from a Ti perspective. But then, like, I heard the words again. It was like, yo, I'm not about to listen to. I'm not about. To, this is like, why are you doing all that? That's, it's like, that's what I'm saying. He like, was like, the impressions. I think the impressions is what makes it disrespectful. He's like, <laughs> nah, he's like, he's like, yo, so T.I. comes. He's like, and I ain't watch him. Because <laughs> yeah. I got to, I got to, I stick by a code. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like what like, are you talking about? Like, oh, I can't watch somebody who can't do something better than I can do. And it's I like, just, I understand to a certain you're just level. Making, I feel like he made comedy sound just corny when he did that. Like, it's well, just like, you're making this holier than thou thing. It's like, you're, you tell Joe, all right, it's it, comedy's hard, yes, but it's like, come on, don't. Don't, don't be don't like, let him get up dramatic. then if you're going to shit on him. Like, nah, I, I feel you, but I mean, it's also too. It's he also just, didn't want to get his ass beat in Atlanta, probably. Yes. Yeah. I think that's also, and I think it's just like, uh, you know, I agree with him at, at, on some level. I kind of agree with both of them where it's like, I agree with him. It is an art form and this, that, and the third, you know? Um, I just and, think he went too far when it's like, at first yeah. he was just talking about him. It was like, it's like, yeah, he's figuring it out. But it's like when you get into the point where it's like, but I ain't going to watch him. Exactly. Exactly. And I also Cause think- he don't do it better than me. I think too, like Godfrey can be a little bit of like a shit talker kind of dude. Like, it's like, why are you saying that? You wouldn't say that about any other comedian that, like, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Or, it's like, well, you don't do this better than me. Like, well, then I don't, I don't really know though, because I've seen some clips of Godfrey before, and he's talked a little, a little smack about a couple of people. Like, he had one thing about Chappelle's after party. Supposedly, Chappelle was like drunk as fuck, and uh, saying like, "None of you are better than me." Oh no. <laughs> like, I- yeah, were you there that night? Because there was a bunch of like. Comedians. Was that the rec- the most recent one? It wasn't the most recent one at the stand. It was like another another spot. No, I mean it was like I went to one where it was um, what is the name of that place? Marquee. Yeah, I think yeah, that, I think it was that at Marquee. One. Yeah, I was, was there, like, and he got on stage. He right? says he some like, shit like, "Which I, one of you niggas is gonna be better than me?" He was like. <laughs> He's like, comedy's a bitch. I fuck her the best. Or some shit yeah, like yeah, I was there. He's yeah. like, I fuck her the best. And, and Godfrey was talking about that shit. He said some shit like, and you could come. He said some shit where it was like, <laughs> this nigga was in his come bag. try to take her from me. He, he be, yo. <laughs> but that's the whole thing, bro. People don't realize, like, I think T.I. doesn't realize, like, comedy is a lot closer to rap than I think people think. Comedies, comedians are a lot like rappers, except they can't fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's really what it is. Is they talk just as much shit, except nobody's gonna like punch each other. People don't pull out guns, but they talk just as much shit. You know? It's just like relax, man. You know, like you ever hang out with a comedian like uh after you guys like went up, you guys are getting some shit to eat, you know? 
you know, the amount of shit you're talking about, all the other comedians sounds like a fucking rap cipher. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga's it garbage. He can't do shit. Why'd he go up before me? The group chat on my group chat crazy. Right? It gets a little grimy. It get crazy. It right? gets a little grimy in there. They passed this motherfucker. Yeah, right? That nigga, what? Yeah. You know, so I think that's like a, a major thing. And I think like you know, I think uh, T.I., I was watching the, his live and he was like, I did comedy because I wanted to, uh, he's like, I did comedy because I wanted to relax. And I was like, nigga, you picked the wrong job for that. This is the opposite of that. There, You will have not you, get any you seen, relaxation. Have you seen his footage? Uh, no, but I could guess that it's not that great. It's not. But it's also, he's only been doing it a couple months. You know, It's not yeah. his fault that the nigga's super famous. I like, somebody said that tell people to stop recording you that was yes a good, yeah that is very very really. true that is very very true because there's no reason oh, for no, them i to think clown schultz it. probably said that or something like that okay somebody I, said that but yeah stop it's like he has no jokes yet he just yeah. has all the stage presence it's like uti people are listening to you you know already it's like he got all the setup but it's just he don't know how to write a joke yet but he'll, but you know, also too, it's like he'll get there. Like if you just take enough time working at it, mm -hmm. you will get better. It doesn't mean that you'll be fucking hilarious, but you'll get better and you'll be able to craft things together. It depends how much you care about it. Exactly, and I think if he's putting like a I'm lot just... of energy into it, you know, it might not be so bad. Like I think people are just waiting to clown him because they're just salty that he already has an immediate fan base. That's what anything though. If you if you succeed in this. Like in an in the area, and you try to go somewhere else, people always try to shit on you. You know what I mean? Exactly, they always be man. like, "Come on, why are you trying to be greedy, man?" Like when Michael Jordan tried to play baseball, like, "Yo, come on, yeah, man!" Yeah. Like, what are you? But it's also too. It's just like, bro. Like, I think it's all just a little bit childish from a lot of people, where they're just jealous that like, if he was because Ti could put out a comedy album right now, yeah. And he'd probably sell a million copies. Yeah. Just because he's T.I. So there's niggas that have been doing comedy for like 10 years who can't sell 10 copies. And they're looking at him like, oh, what the fuck about that? But it's like, bro, it's not his fault that he was great at one thing, tried that, and now has notoriety. Yeah. I think if anything, it's a good thing because, you know, T.I., you know, I don't know the person personally, but he seems like a dude who kind of, he actually does seem to genuinely care about like his community mm -hmm. and the people around him. And I think he could be the type of person that comedy might need because it's like he has the look, he has the notoriety, so he could end up putting on a lot of different comedians. You got to think about that. When he gets to being a headliner, and she, I know he already is trying to headline, but I'm saying like actually better. He should just get a writer, co-writer or something. Yeah, this nigga could be hi he could be hiring like other comedians as writers, though. He could be hiring other comedians as features, like shit like that. So I think people need to stop complaining and... uh you know, maybe show him a little bit of love. He might hook you up. You right? <laughs> Yo, actually, T.I. is hilarious. Yeah, right? T.I. Ti is actually the best comedian I've Yo, ever seen in my life. I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> in that I, fucking I, live, I, I was, though. That shit was hilarious, bro. You know? Um, yeah, he's... he's Yeah, I, I more, good luck to T.I. I think he's cool. Uh, Godfrey, stop being so fucking bitter. I get it. I get it, but like you know, bro, he's not in your league. Like it's like you're walking through a comedy forever. <laughs> he came at it with the eight mile, bro. The eight mile attitude. It was fucking hilarious, man. Uh, but yeah, comedy can get competitive. You ever get that competitive and shit when it comes to this shit? Um, not like outwardly like that. 
Mm-hmm. You just keep the just, face on. Probably just like, <laughs> you know, just friendly competition, maybe. Like you, you do a show, like somebody go up before you, and, you know, they did their thing. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Sometimes, nah, sometimes I, like when people give me the, uh, like, they made me go first. I try to like OD. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. You I try, try to go to, hard. I try to, like, to, I try to OD. Bar. I try to make it hard for the like the second person. I make your I make your your show go like. Uh, you know what <laughs> I mean? I I want I want you to fill that void. Like, no, nah, that's good though, because you know? I feel like you know some people when you you pick them to go first, uh, they kind of get offended by it because yeah. they're like, oh, I got to take the bullet spot. But I actually think when people go first on a comedy show, mm-hmm. it's kind of an honor. Yeah. Like if you're someone who's always chosen to go first, yeah. it's kind of an honor because they're saying you have a good vibe about you that can set off a comedy show yeah. and you have jokes so you can lead it right into this shit. Yeah. Like they start off with you because they want your vibe to radiate through the whole thing. You yeah. know? But some people just, I don't know, comedians are so fucking sensitive. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Whenever I go to a show, whatever they tell me, we got you going first. Is that okay? I'm, let's go. <laughs> so uh all right let's uh let's let's change the subject a little bit you dating anybody right now i am yes yeah, yeah. how long you guys been together for uh probably a year oh wow okay well we've been dating longer than we've been together we've probably been like official official for like a few months i got you yeah. okay all right cool 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 yeah, how did how does she like you know you stand up and shit. Like, is she annoyed that you go out a lot? Is that yeah, cool she to her? Knows she literally, we met a rooftop show in 20, the end of, what was that, 2020? 20, okay, okay. Yeah, man. Isn't it great to have, like, you know, someone who already just, like, knows the deal Yeah. immediately? Mm-hmm. You know, because I've dated a few girls, and it's like, you know, you're on Tinder or Hinge or something like that. And they kind of know what you do because I, I try to put that stuff like in the profile just because, yeah. you know, whatever. And they know what you do. But like after a couple months, they're like, all right, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. can you come home a little bit earlier? Can we do this? A little, you know, so that's nice, you know, to uh, have someone who kind of gets it a little bit more. Do you guys try to compromise, though, as far as like how often you go out or or is she like totally just, you know, fine? I don't know because she she'd be there. She okay. She, she comes she, with you all the time. She, like when we first started dating, she's like, "Oh, why don't you like and in, like invite me to more of your shows?" I'm like, "I'm like, don't you get like you want to hear the fucking same, same joke? jokes?" Yeah, yeah. She's like, "Yeah, that's funny." Like she's really like laughs at the same jokes over and over. Like she she's mass supportive. So that's great, man. She's like one of those big laughs too. Like you you put her somewhere and yeah, it's yeah. like it's like a little like laugh grenade. Okay. It's okay. Like contagious. So nice, man. It's it's good to have support, man. For sure, it really is. It really is, man. Is that uh, it's a, like is support you know for your comedy always something you've had, or has it been like you know kind of seldom relationship? Like, like, yeah, relationship? like in relationships. Yeah. Um. Only yeah, I feel like yeah, I've only had a, a, a like two relationships. Yeah, I feel like for serious comedy, ones. Like for comedy, like when I've been since I've been doing comedy. Oh, okay, okay. But well, um, how old are you now? Uh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. So you, I'm, I just turned thirty, so okay. you know about the same age. Yeah, yeah I feel you. Uh, ninety one. Ninety one. Yeah. yeah. October fourteenth. What about you? Ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. What What month? 
July, July twenty seventh. Are you a, a Leo? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 I see that. You know, you're not as loud though. I thought you'd be I'm a little a louder. Sometimes <laughs> people are surprised I'm a Leo. Like the late back line. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I have my moments. I, I got feel my you. Moment. Yeah. I can see there's a little something bubbling up under there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you got a good vibe, <laughs> but if somebody presses you or some shit, I can see that shit. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> I, I could get a little heated sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it takes a lot though. I'm chill. I'm I'm chill. Yeah, nice. I'm uh, always oh, high. Let me get this guy. Let the kitty get some camera time. Let the kitty get some camera time. Yo, that's so funny. My cat does the same shit when I'm like moving him. Right. Like <laughs> taking him off the counter. It's like <laughs> He never wants to fucking, you know, hang out with me. And then as soon as I turn on the camera, he's like, oh, we're we're, we're live, right? Cats know when cameras are on. They totally do, bro. I always see a lot of video. I seen like a video of like, I swear it's like on IG, like you just see this fucking cat like moving the camera, the POV, and it's like it sets up the camera and then it fucking runs. Really? Like to like record itself. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. Bro, Bro, they're dumb smart. They are. They like really are like, it's crazy how fucking smart they are. Smart and unremorseful. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck at all. And it's weird. Like, it's also weird, too. Like, you know, I've been like, I read a bunch of like, you know, kind of science shit and just, you know, most it's read mostly YouTube. (laughs) But I take it as fact. And so now you guys are going to take it as fact. (laughs) (laughs) But they say like, you know, I mean, because people talk about evolution like it's a past thing, but it's something that is continuous. Yeah. And shit like that. And they're saying like certain animals are getting smarter and shit right like uh there's like a group of like chimpanzees a couple different groups of chimpanzees uh, that have started using like real tools and shit like sharpening things and all sorts of shit and sharpening things where like they're just like in yeah like rocks and shit nigga yeah just making shanks making like weapons and shit bro you know china you got to be careful in the yard bro my cat be opening doors man my cat opens doors too my cat opens doors like trust me he's gonna burst in like it's a drug raid in, in fucking two seconds. Uh, but it's just like, it's crazy to think. And I always wonder, I'm like, what what the future is going to be like, like a thousand years from now? Like if humans, I wonder like, will humans even still be on earth? And then if they are, like, will shit like cats and shit, like be able to like talk and shit? Nah, that's when, they, <laughs> that's when like people will stop owning like cats and dogs when they start talking. Right, yeah. Shit. Or like, I was thinking like, what if they could like laugh? They couldn't talk, but they can, like, just laugh at some shit. Bro, that'd be so fucking creepy. They fucking, like... <laughs> animals can laugh. They fucking laugh when you do something, like, corny. Bro, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be fucking weird, man. That'd be so fucking weird. I actually saw... I think some animals can laugh. Like, well, fucking donkeys it, and shit, and, like... Do- dolphins. Dolphins, there you go. I think hyenas. donkeys. Yeah, hyenas. Are they really laughing? Hyenas... Uh, probably not. No, I mean, no. they're psycho killers, though. You ever see a fucking group of hyenas, hyenas go against something? Oh, man? Man. One, of, I know a comedian, uh, Chris DiStefano. He has a podcast dedicated to hyenas. The um, I think they stopped it. The um, the history hyena. Yeah, like yeah. That. yeah, hyena history or him some and, shit. Him and Giannis Papas. Giannis used Papas. To do it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're fucking psychotic. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. They like literally like they torture animals like they like attack them and they'll like bite them like slowly 
And that's why, like, it's it's weird. They're so like they're, scavengers, aren't they? They are, but they'll fight off like uh, they are scavengers, but they'll also like kill the predator that killed something as well too, and eat that. Wow. So they're like wild, and they hunt in like crazy large packs and shit. And it technically isn't laughing; it's like how they like breathe or how they like communicate. And then Whoopi other. Goldberg do the voice of she one did, of them. she did. And you see, she's in trouble now. So see, these hyenas is evil, nigga. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a Jewish person to hire me for some shit. These hyenas. Hyenas is wilding. <laughs> right? They're crazy. I knew you should have a hyena on the view. Fire them. Fucking crazy, man. What do you think about that shit? The Whoopi Goldberg shit. It's a little old, bro. I just don't think you should be talking about the Holocaust in the morning. That is like, true. first thing in the morning? 9 a.m. is a little too early. That is very early. I haven't even had my coffee yet. You're talking about Hitler. I, you know. Better relax. <laughs> I just feel like nobody should just try to tackle... Like, don't do Holocaust hot takes. <laughs> like, that is just facts. don't say Holocaust. <laughs> don't say it. Well, I think that's also too kind of on the view because they kind of tried to make like they they the whole segment was about the Holocaust is about how a graphic novel called Mouse. Um, I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's, it's written and like drawn by like this guy Art Spiegelman, mm-hmm. and it's called Mouse. And it's about Jews in Nazi Germany. And, like, uh, the Jews are mice, you know, anthropomorphic mice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Germans and shit are cats. And that's being banned in the South right now, mm-hmm. which I actually think is a much bigger story than Whoopi Goldberg simply saying that, hey, like, I don't necessarily think it was about race. It was about white people being terrible to other white people. Uh, you know, like, which, whatever you believe, you know, is what you believe. She still didn't say it wasn't wrong. She was yeah. like, it's still awful. But I think it's worse that they're trying to erase that down there in schools. I think it's like than her making a simple comment. Like, yo, don't try to change the narrative. This was a this was a <laughs> racial genocide, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take some time out, and we're still gonna get rid of these books and read our history books. You know, that's a, that, that's the one thing. though. I feel like that's always the constant thing. Is like like uh, the media constantly tries to scold and like get rid of comedians. Rather than to pay attention to the larger issue, you know what I mean? That would take some time to correct. It's like, oh, like, you know, you're calling out these schools, but you're not really doing anything. So you'd rather get on the comedian that's talking about the thing than actually take these schools to task and get them to change. You know, so there's stuff that's wrong in the books. No, there's nothing wrong in the books. It just it just simply talks about the Holocaust and is in the truth and entirety. Like it goes through like the. The look of like a family. So like Art Spiegelman kind of plays himself in the graphic novel Mm -hmm. and he's having flashbacks to like his grandparents in the Holocaust. You know, the stories that they told him as a kid. Mm -hmm. It's pretty truthful. You know, it's just like a a Holocaust like story. There's nothing in the book that I think like a high school should look at and be like, we can't have that here. The reason they don't want to have it is because there's a bunch of Christian white people who don't want to hear about how Jews had it bad. It's the same thing with, like, critical race theory, where it's like, you know, the reason they don't want to have critical race theory isn't because there's inconsistencies in the story. It's because they just don't want young white kids to feel bad about what their grandparents did. Or Anne Frank has a monopoly on the <laughs> I guess so. on Holocaust material. Yeah, maybe so. Anne Frank's been, her, her estate has been paying off the southern schools for years, and they're like, fuck that. Is that, is that like, not in curriculum anymore, Anne Frank? I think it is. 
Yeah, I mean, it should be. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if it's a slippery slope now where they're like, all right, we'll get that is one this out just of Florida? There. Were they doing that? The race theory protests? Or is that um, everywhere? I'm not sure. I think it's a, I think it's a lot of different places in the South, man. What is race theory? What is a theory? Of yeah, race? It's, it's more just a fact. It's just like, <laughs> it literally just tell the happens. truth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, that's how good white people have it it's in like, this country where it's sl- like. It's like slavery question mark? Yeah, yeah. Like what? It's like everything they did to black people is simply a theory. It's not. It didn't actually happen. We'll just talk about maybe if it did. Uh, fucking, fucking nuts, man. Have you ever thought about like uh, going like overseas to do comedy or even just like moving overseas? I I think about the UK often. I right. do a lot of I do yeah. a little fake British accent, probably like just all the time, like every once a can day. You, like, can you do a little bit now? I watch a lot of Top Boy. You watch Top Boy? Uh, well, yeah, I watch Top Boy, yeah. So I like when they're talking about the drugs and he's like, where's the food, fam? <laughs> <laughs> fucking run them trainers, innit? <laughs> I, seen this, <laughs> I seen this fucking video of this, this kid getting bullied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like you just see them like, it's just like the it's just like these kids, they're just surrounding. They're like, they're like fucking crease them, fam. Crease them. So they're making the kid, he has like some fresh Air Force Ones yeah, on, yeah. and they're making him like crease. crease. They're like, that's, bend them. That's the most nigga shit in the world. Like, bend them. They don't have guns in the UK. They just psychologically like warfare. They're like, fucking crease them, fam. Other one as well, fam. Bend them. Bend them, pussy. I'm like, yo. That's fucking hilarious. I can definitely make some Brits laugh. <laughs> bend them. I would definitely probably UK first, London. I want to do. I, I could see myself living in London. Okay, okay. I got family over there. I've always wanted to go. I've never been to the UK. I've never been to Europe ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Europe. Yeah, I haven't been. I haven't been overseas either. Um, where's Where's like the farthest away you've ever been? Farthest away, Puerto Rico. Okay, okay. Have you ever been to like the West Coast or any of that shit? Yeah, I've been to L.A. Okay. I've been to San Diego. And Chicago, obviously. Chicago. <laughs> I have been to Chicago. Um, Chicago's Talon Harris. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's as far as I've gone. Portland, Maine's not that far. Um, no, no, it's not that far, but no, it's a different vibe, though. Yeah. Uh, I heard it's kind of crazy, though. Like, they they have a lot of, like, African immigrants out there now. Where? Portland, Maine? In, in Portland, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. shit. I didn't see them on there. <laughs> I didn't see them on <laughs> That's another critical race there. white people. You know? <laughs> oh, man. No, that's, uh, no, that's interesting, because I've always wanted to, like, move and just, with the way this country's going, man, there's just so much bullshit. There's just so much to worry about. Like, right. Like, you know, it's just, it's just too much shit going on. And I'm like, I just want to go to one of these no-name countries that don't, nobody ever really give a fuck about that's never in the news. Mm-hmm. Let me go to, like, Sweden and just chill. You or know, like, like... Amsterdam. Wait. Yeah, Sweden. Does they have, like, a small population in Sweden? Yeah, I mean, they do, it's like... It's fucking cold, though. You know, it's, it is cold. It's kind of cold up there. But they have summers and shit. It's still Western Europe, like... You know, let me go to like one of these fucking Maybe like France. France could be cool. France could be like cool. Like a lot of black people went there in like the sixties and shit. Yeah, but then I also hear France is kind of racist, racist. Actually, yeah, which doesn't make sense. Well, well I think because they back in sixties. If you're racist, an artist, they're not racist to you. That like. yeah, if you're like a famous black. I don't know. 
It's like you're one of the good niggers. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know? And I mean, you know, if you're an American from the '60s coming to France, it probably wasn't racist by what you think racism is. Yeah. Where it's like over here, it was like, like, like war, was getting hung in shit. It's like diet racist. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like they call you a nigger, but that's like it. Like, They're like, oh, Negro, <laughs> smoking a cigarettes. <laughs> one of those long ass fucking cigarettes. <laughs> you know, so like, yeah, they didn't think it was shit, but now by today's standards, they're like, nah, fuck all that. Yeah. You know? Well, I don't know. They hate niggas everywhere. That's the problem. They do. That's the problem with tri- travel. Like, you know, people used to say with time travel, they're like, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. I'm like, nigga, with travel, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> That's right. <nice. laughs> like, they, they hate do. niggas everywhere. I don't know what's happening, man. They hate niggas, but they love. Uh, they love us, but they hate us at this. They love our shit. They love the things that we make and our vibe. Yeah, but they just don't personally Yo, want dude, our vibe. Dude, you have a there. dope vibe, but uh, <laughs> stay over your there. Skin, bro. <laughs> it's like your music fucking rocks. Yeah, you have a dope vibe. I just wish I had that vibe instead of you. So, <laughs> <laughs> if you could leave and stop reminding me that I don't have that vibe, that'd Yo, be great. That whatever you're doing, dude. Would be so much cooler in white, bro. <laughs> Let's just do it in white, bro. There you go, man. It's like black Air Force Ones and white Air Force Ones. Everybody likes the white Air Force Ones better. The black ones are. Black ones, you know, are they're trouble. You know, if you see somebody come in black Air Forces, you're like, this nigga, <laughs> he is going to fight someone today. I've been trying to write a joke about that, like how um everything. This is like, we didn't even actually be called black. Which is weird. No, it's true. Yeah. And we kind of just like, I don't know. You could you could tell we didn't we didn't start that shit because nah. everything that's black is negative in like the English language. Yes, yes. No, it absolutely is. Yeah. Everything. Black magic. Like. Black male. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Just like simple like the dark. Like darkness. All that the, shit. It's all. It's the all. The dark web. The yeah. fucking everything. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah. It's completely racist. Yeah. It's like design. We're also not literally black. We're not. <laughs> that's a that's a thing too. We're brown, the, but, yeah. but the Indians got that. I, I don't know. Yeah, how they, I guess they so. Now that they got down. that. Now they're like, oh, let's move those niggas over here. <laughs> it's like, oh no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get canceled for that accent. We're gonna have to bleep that out. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to bleep that out. You know, <laughs> the problem with Apu. I've been watching it. Uh, I do not appreciate that. <laughs> Yo, how did they lock down Brown? That's crazy. We never even thought of Brown. Well, we spent so much time on Black. That's yeah. the thing. We got we got caught with the okie doke. You know what I mean? We were called like niggas, and then we went, and then they forced us to be called African American, and then through that we went through Black. You know but to I mean? be honest, though, black does sound cooler than African American. No, nah, it sounds way cooler. It's way cooler. It sounds way cooler, and it gets everything too. Because my family's from Jamaica. It's like so. It's like black. It's like when you outside and you just talking like, "Yo, I'm black." You know, job interview. Yeah, yeah. Job interview is like, "Hey, I'm an African American, <laughs> <laughs> sir." Black hits you. It like it hits you in the face. You know. It's it's a vibe. It's a vibe. You know, I love it, but I don't know. There's a different there's a lot of like different shit. Like uh I recently had uh, you know, a comedian and YouTuber on here, uh Moxie approved. Mm-hmm. Uh you might know him, you might not, but we were talking about how they're coming up for different terms for uh black Americans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh so like there's like FBA and then there's like ADOS mm-hmm. and FBA is like foundational black American. 
and uh, 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 Eidos is like American descendants of slavery so that there can be a little bit of differentiation if it was to come with like reparations or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is true. And then also, too, there's the whole like biracial thing of like, you know, before like biracial for me, I felt like meant just like half black, half white. But now, like, I feel like it's opened up so much yeah. where it's like you're like dad could be like a quarter fucking black. Yeah. And your mom's white. You know what I mean? And you look completely white and then you're like but i'm i'm black it's like you're not you're not though that's why they don't want to give out reparations that's why they that yeah i guess so but even so i'm listen i wouldn't be given reparations like my family they're they're jamaican they came here in the 70s you know like i wouldn't be getting reparations but i also agree with not getting reparations you know i think i think black people they fucking know that what do you mean if they would know they have records of like my my mom still has her green card. She doesn't even have American citizenship. They they can trace back your lineage. They can. Okay. They can definitely trace back your lineage. I mean, bro, we all got birth certificates and yeah. different shit. You know, um, <laughs> maybe there there might be a few people falsifying some shit like they did with the vaccine cards. Like, yo, nigga, I got reparation cards. Nigga Fifty bucks like, a piece. Nigga look like logic. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah, right. It's Boom, me, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, bro. But even if you know what. Even if that happens, I, you know, that's like a, uh, what do they call it? Like a, a necessary evil, mm-hmm. you know, that even if there were a bunch of dudes who look like logic getting some of that money, yeah. you know, number one, that'd only be a small percentage anyway. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that would be, that would be fine. I think just because simply just like as just what America needs to do. To rectify what's been done, you know what I mean. I'd be fine with some nigga like looking yeah, like that. I need, a, mo- I need a monthly. I need a nigga check. I need a monthly. Yeah, some or just you know. I think even reparations would be better. Where it's just like, you know, uh, maybe don't like give people a lump sum, but for like ten to fifteen years, anyone with like, uh, or not anyone, but anyone with like you know eighty percent black ancestry like american black ancestry over 50 percent. you know what i mean uh, give us american royalties yeah like Let maybe they I don't have to pay taxes on, i need a piece of that yeah bro like that's what would be cool like, i think shit like that like i think black people instead of getting money maybe they shouldn't have to pay taxes for like a, a good amount of years uh life you know yeah <laughs> How about 400 years <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh that that is a good argument that is a good argument oh man uh all right we gotta we gotta wrap up we're at, we're about to crack like an hour already oh, so really? we, yeah we went yeah. through some shit this is the fun one man this is a fun this is a fun one we talked about a lot of different shit uh one last question i want to ask you how do you feel about the kanye uh donda 2 album thing are you gonna get a stem player are you what's what's up my girl actually bought me one that's how I know she loves you. That's she spent two hundred dollars on that shit. She she bought it, and I don't even think it even dropped yet. No, so. and I mean he's gonna t- he's gonna have one due date, not drop it. Have another one, not drop it. Have another one, not drop it, and then he's gonna release it on Spotify. <laughs> hey man, um, I'm watching. Yeah, it's, a, it's entertaining. It I'm is watching the show. It's uh, crazy. The documentary, I think, part two just came out today. So it came out today. It. Yeah. Okay, so you I seen the first one. Watch it. Yeah, I seen the first yeah, yeah. one. Part two is 
is out, and I think uh, part three next Wednesday. How do you, how do you feel about it? How do you how do you like it? I like it. It's inspirational. I yeah. heard it's not as um true to context as it's portraying. Really? Like I seen something like when he went to the office. Um, so like people that actually worked in the office at the yeah, time, yeah, they yeah. like, uh, you know, you familiar with Wayno? Yeah, yeah. I so Wayno, he commented on like. He was like, yo, the context of this, him playing this song in the office is like he's he's come with a, a camera crew like 10 times and played this song like 10 times. So how yeah, can you be excited about this? I, and, You know, I get that. And I did read that thread. But I also think that they were kind of covering their ass for not so? giving a shit about him at the time. <clears throat> like he probably did do that a bunch of times but with it, different songs. But nigga, you still should be hearing the thing that he's playing and be like wow this is a good song like bro they're literally yeah. playing it and one of the ladies is like yeah can you guys get out of the room please like you know what i mean like shit like that it's like my nigga like you would know like come on yeah come on like you're telling me a 50 dropped in the club in your a and r office mm-hmm. even though he had come 10 times before you wouldn't be like damn that's a jam you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think they're trying to cover their ass. And I feel like the documentary also like really explains like why he is the way he is today. You're talking about his mom? No, no, not even his mom. Just like his like his constant like needing to fight for attention and just being so like arrogant. Like, I can do this. I can do that. It's like you niggas broke this nigga. Yeah. Like he already <laughs> like he was kind of like that. I kind of seen I don't know if you've seen when he was talking to his mom at the end. Yeah. And she was in, um, he asked his mom, he was like, you think I'm too arrogant? Yeah. She was like, no. And I'm like, I was like, that was when it was just like, <laughs> that's when it like went off in his yeah. head. Like, yeah, you right. Yeah. And he just never like, he was like, yo, my mom said I wasn't arrogant. Like, but you heard what she said though. She was like, I don't think you are, but like, you gotta, you know, I think some people might take it that way. But that's what happens when a star is a star, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think she is right. And it's like people people took it that way and also just didn't want to give him anything because of where we were in that music era Mm -hmm. of like, now, bro, we're doing hood shit or straight up like five percenter shit. And he was kind of in between like he he had more of the backpacker shit, but he was also into high fashion. So that was different. Mm -hmm. And it was just people just didn't know where to put him. And so they just kind of threw him to the side. I think for a long time he had to deal with that. Even when he released the albums mm-hmm. and started getting more famous, like Kanye really let's call a spade a spade. Kanye really didn't blow up until graduation. He really didn't have like massive mainstream appeal until his gra- his third album. That's why I can't tell me nothing. Right? You can't tell yeah, me nothing. Yeah, because I remember I remember being in middle school and all that shit in early know, high school, man. and I, all my I friends remember thinking college he was dropout corny. being good though. Yeah, I, he I, wasn't big. It was yeah, good. I guess he didn't have the big song, right? That's all, that. That's all I'm saying. Like, I thought he was great. I feel like he started to get when he started doing like features and shit, right? Like he after that third album, like, that's when he started doing the features. Like Kerry Hilson feature, like the fucking John Legend, exactly. Know. And then other like I don't know, just like I just had too many, you know, like friends and uh, and like family members who. We're either into Southern shit or they're into 50 Cent. And like when his first two albums came out, it's like, you know, hip hop heads like loved it. You know what I mean? But like a lot of people were just like, ah, like it's good, but whatever. Yeah. And then once he started doing shit with Wayne and 
just really like you know like third album like doing shit with Jeezy like that's when he became like superstar Kanye West yeah you know he went from like the side like you know to blowing up blowing up like after the first two albums he was in the same area with Lupe and then the third album came out and he went up here you know that's when he started putting an answer stronger yeah now graduation classic that oh, put three that of those there. albums everywhere even 808s and then he did uh my twisted dark yep that was a fucking 808 is a great album and i you know i feel like people only recognize that album now for how good it is but it was ahead of its time so ahead of its time it was too early and so many rappers i think that are huge now listened to that album and took so much from it you know like that was an album where I was like, I hear Travis Scott in that album a lot. Oh my god, yeah, Travis Scott. You can definitely hear a lot of Drake in that fucking thing, man. Especially, literally, like, he literally Drake. rapped on "Say You Will." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, bro, there's just so many of them, man. Even like people like fucking like Lil Yachty or fucking uh, Juice World. Like that's so much of Juice World. Like Lucid Dreams with Juice World, I feel like could almost come from like 808 in a mm-hmm. way you know what i mean um there's just so much of that shit in there man and uh, you know so i understand like i you know listen he's crazy whatever but you know he has some points and i just i understand why that nigga's bitter <laughs> you know and i understand why he's like can't nobody tell me shit yeah fuck this fuck that i do whatever i want fuck all you people like you know that's how you get man you either what is that that uh fucking uh fucking uh that batman shit you know it's like you would die die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah facts where it's like this nigga was the underdog and then he got everything and now he's at such a level where he can't really lose and now this nigga's just losing his mind like you know that nigga just misses mom man (laughs) honestly i think so too you you do see the relationship and you're like wow like if she was still here she was literally like his own, his rock. I don't know. Yeah. It was like. And then he traded her in for Kim Kardashian. The, the last <laughs> thing. <laughs> like, I like that chain, Kanye. Yeah. So I where am I? <laughs> I know. For real, man. It, it, it's that's a great documentary, though. Great documentary. Um, You know, that's cool that, uh, you know, you like Kanye and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of people know Kanye was into art. He does like a lot of paintings and shit and like a lot of drawing. I know you're into painting as well. Can you tell me a little bit about that? So actually, I'm more uh, digital art. Really? So yeah, that stuff on my page you see, that's like all digital. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I always like used to draw growing up and stuff like that. It was kind of like a rekindling thing when I bought an iPad and a little stylus pen. And then I'm like, yo... And I I just started doing like little digital portraits and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. but um, because they look good. They look thank really you. great, thank you, man. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just something that goes hand in hand with everything else. So when you do your your art, do you have an idea of what you want to create beforehand, or is it kind of improvisational, just like all the other stuff that you do? Oh, so sometimes it's mostly. I uh, usually start with like a reference. Okay, of something. Um. Like, what can I think was one of the last things I did? I like to do a lot of portraits. Like, sometimes I like, uh, I'll take, like, a picture of my friend or something like that, and I'll mm-hmm. try to do, like, my like my cartoon style of it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. 
Um, I usually just draw random shit that I find. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing I like. Kind of like about it. It's yeah. very like kind of open. Like yeah. you can go anywhere. Like I, you know, I checked out you know a lot of your stuff on the Instagram. You know. And like, yeah, it's like a bunch of different things. Yeah, you know, uh, is there any sort of like erotic? Little, I like to draw women. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a couple. I like to draw seen a couple titties on there. Sh- shapely, women. you know, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. You know, uh, you know, but but like, yeah, is there any specific like kind of style you try to go for or aesthetic? Mm, no, I can't say nothing um, specific. Just but, car, I mean, cartoon style, maybe anime, yeah, um, yeah. kind of little influence. But um, so where, so then, where does all the creativity come from? Because like, you know, you do the sketches, you do the stand up, now you're you're drawing, you rap, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Where does all this shit, you know? I don't know. I just be bored of certain shit. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I rap for a while. Eventually, rapping. It just gets repetitive after a while, just putting verses together. And yeah, um, yeah. sometimes you don't really have that much to say mm. in a rap song. And I just feel like it's easier to say things in comedy that I can't say in music. You know what I mean? Definitely, it's yeah. It's like most of my like most of my life is just making light of things because everything is so serious. So I'd be just joking around any chance I get. So that naturally just jokes come from that. I'm a very visual, like, I, I enjoy, like, visual arts and stuff like that. That's where, like, the the sketch comedy and the drawing, I guess. And do you do you prefer, which do you actually like more? Do you like music or comedy more? If I had to pick comedy, probably. Comedy? Because I'm, I don't always, I'm not, I don't know. I'm always joke. I'll joke a lot more than I make a song. You know, gotcha. what I mean? yeah. It just comes more naturally. Yeah, it's you. more strenuous too. The music pursuit. Yeah, it's a lot. I don't know. And it has to be more a bit more formulaic and stuff. It's too. Like I can read and like something could happen to me today, and then like tonight I can go and like talk about t- it. Talk about it and dissect it, or I could read a news story and then. Something happened in the news. I could go talk about it tonight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, so yeah. much a song. It's like it's like wrestling with yourself sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> I get listening to a beat for like an hour, over and over. And do you pro- do you produce your own beats and stuff? Or I've, I've been uh, leaning towards it now. Like I do production, but it's hard. It's kind of hard to rap on my own stuff. Yeah. After yeah. I, made it you know what i mean i get what you, you get tired almost you're just like Ugh, i'm exhausted it's like i gotta sometimes like make a beat and then like come back to it like years later so it's like fresh or something that's but smart. yeah i'm trying to lean towards like my own production and shit like that but. that's nice but also there's just like a million fucking beats on youtube yeah of like any vibe that's that you can want and you could just and they're all copyright free yeah so you can just download them and release them if you even wanted to that's so a fact you know, i've done that crazy. I've oh yeah, this. I've done this. That's yes. what I'm saying. Like I have a, an interview coming up with uh, one of the guys who makes beats on YouTube, and I want to ask him like how he feels being responsible for every whack rapper <laughs> in the last five years. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, like, just making money. That's that's what I'm trying to do. Put some beats on YouTube, make some fucking ad revenue and shit. Hell yeah! Why the fuck not, man? Why the yeah. fuck not? All right, man. Well, congratulations. Uh, you know, on making the dope ass art, doing all your sketches. You know, your amazing comedy shows. Uh, where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me at talentharris.com or, or my Instagram at talentharris, Twitter at talentharris. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Every Saturday, I uh, got a weekly show at Bowery Electric, 7 p.m. Uh, give me a break comedy show with uh, I co produce with uh, Julio Diaz and Lu- Luis Galilei. So, um, yeah, pull up. All right, cool. It's a good uh, time every week. I'll be there. I'll check it out. All right, guys. Thank you this so much. Uh, this has been Dropping Give Me 20 with Phil Risden. I am Phil Risden. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. And please make sure to uh, give this a nice little five-star rating if you are listening to this. And leave a little review if you're listening to it on all podcast platforms. All right. It's been Dropping Give Me 20. Peace. Come on.